From Clocker Valley in County Tyrone, we present Let the Bible Speak. It's good to have you join us as Gospel Minister, the Reverend Peter McIntyre, is here to let the Bible speak and preach Christ in all his fullness. Hello and good afternoon to you. I'm with you for the next 15 minutes, bringing you God's Word through Bible reading, through sacred song, and through the ministry of God's truth. Today we're going to begin a series of messages upon the woman of Samaria from John's Gospel, chapter 4. So just stay tuned, please, for part one. First, here's George Beverly Shea singing a beautiful hymn, I'd Rather Have Jesus. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands. I'd rather be led by his nail-pierced hand than to be the king of a vast domain or be held in sin's dread sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. I'd rather be faithful to his dear cause. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. I'd rather be true to his holy name than to be the or be held in sin's dread sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this old world affords today. We're 
reading some verses from John's Gospel, chapter 4, we'll begin at the verse 1. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptised more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptised not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee, and he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus in the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. We know that God will bless the reading of his word to our hearts. We are going to spend several weeks during our Wednesday afternoon broadcasts thinking about the Lord Jesus Christ's encounter with the woman at the well in John's Gospel, chapter 4. An encounter with Jesus Christ. Now there's a most amazing thought. I pray that today you too will meet with Jesus Christ as that woman did over 2,000 years ago. Today I'm going to talk to you about the woman with her water pot. Christ had been to Jerusalem celebrating the feast of the Passover. Following centuries of tradition, he follows the road from Galilee to the holy city with a company of pilgrims giving thanks for the deliverance from Egypt in the days of Moses. This visit to Jerusalem, however, was memorable due to a meeting which the Lord had with Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a Pharisee, which meant he belonged to a group which prided themselves in their strict interpretation of the law and in their knowledge of the ancient scriptures and the writings of the rabbis. He was also a member of the Sanhedrin, which was the Jewish ruling council. Nicodemus was a most respectable member of Jerusalem's ruling elite. He had heard of this new rabbi from Galilee called Jesus, aware that some of his colleagues were suspicious and antagonistic to Jesus. Nicodemus sought him out under the cover of darkness, safeguarding his privacy. He was a fair-minded man, not content to believe what he heard. He came to Christ with an open heart. Little did he realise it, but the Holy Spirit was also at work in his life. Nicodemus came to Jesus and heard a message which must have literally took his breath away. He was told that he must be born again to enter God's kingdom. This man always believed that he was not God's kingdom, yet this new rabbi told him that this was not the case. I am convinced that Nicodemus listened in awe as he heard Jesus speak of the love of God. Oh, to have heard these words from the lips of Jesus as he looked into the eyes of a seeking and searching man. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Leaving Nicodemus, the glorious temple and the holy city behind, Jesus made his way north to Galilee. The road takes Jesus and his disciples through miles of olive trees which supply a little shade from the heat of the sun. The journey took them along this ancient Roman road towards the twin peaks of Gerizim and Ebal. With these mountains towering on either side, the travellers entered the beautiful and lush valley of Samaria. Being the month of April, the Fields of barley were well ripened and were white unto harvest. Eventually, after thirty long and tiring miles, they arrived at a Roman crossroads. From this place one could journey west towards the Mediterranean, east in the direction of Jordan, or north into the country of Galilee. Here at the heart of Judea, Christ rested by a well which also stood at that spot. This was a very ancient well, as it was dug thousands of years earlier by Jacob. The old patriarch had dug down 150 feet before reaching the precious water with which to feed his cattle. Many a weary traveller was refreshed at this very place by the cold water and his 
parched lips. John tells us that Christ reached this well at the sixth hour. Some Bible scholars believe that in John's gospel, time is reckoned not in Jewish hours, but in Roman hours. The Jewish sixth hour was midday. The Roman sixth hour was either six in the morning or six in the evening, as we reckon time. It is most likely that the Roman manner of expressing time is correct, because if the Lord indeed walked thirty miles, it would have been evening rather than midday before he reached this well as a weary traveller. Jesus sat by the well. His disciples went into the town of Sychar to buy food. This would have taken them some time because Sychar lay about a quarter of a mile to the north. It is most likely that John remained with Christ as he was the eyewitness of the events that would transpire at this place. With the disciples away, a woman came to the well with a water pot upon her head in typical eastern fashion. This woman was a Samaritan. This is evident from her dress because the Samaritans wore blue fringes around the edges of their clothing. This was a sect which did not worship as the Jews worshipped in Jerusalem. Generations earlier the Samaritans were Jews but along the way they formed their own little group and as a result they were despised and hated by the rest of Judea. As she came to the well to draw water she could see a stranger at the well. This was not unusual because many people travelled the Roman road and stopped at this cross. She could see from his white fringe that he was a Jew and not a Samaritan. She stopped at the well with her water pot to draw water expecting to be ignored with a stern in stony silence she was more than surprised when the stranger spoke give me to drink this was the beginning of her encounter with jesus a most memorable encounter that would change her life and transform her community john in chapters three and four describes two conversations which christ had with two very different people nicodemus was a man the samaritan was a woman. Nicodemus had a name. She is anonymous. Nicodemus was the sophisticated city dweller. She was a simple woman from the valley of Samaria. He was a Jew. She was a despised Samaritan. He was a Pharisee. She belonged to no organised religious order. He was a politician. She had no status or influence. He was a scholar. She was uneducated. He was highly moral. She was so immoral she may even have been a prostitute. He came at night to protect his reputation. She came in the day and had no reputation to protect. Nicodemus sought Jesus out. This woman was sought by Jesus. The fact that John records two very different conversations in this manner teaches us that Christ is interested in all kinds of people. You may attend church regularly or never at all. You may be morally faithful to your marriage vows or you may be an adulterer or a person living with a partner bypassing matrimony which is God's order. You may be respectable and law-abiding or you may be a criminal. You may be a Protestant, a Roman Catholic, a Jew, a Muslim, a Hindu. You may be very young or very old or somewhere in between. The Lord is concerned for you whatever your circumstances. He cares for your soul. These two different people were essentially the same. Dr. James Montgomery Boyce wrote about them. If Nicodemus is an example of the truth, he said, that no one can rise so high as to be above salvation, the woman is an example of the truth that no one can sink too low. End of quote. Both these people needed Christ. This is borne out by the fact that living in very different societies, they had a striking similar attitude to the teaching of the Lord. When the Lord told Nicodemus that he had to be born again, Nicodemus wondered how an old man could enter his mother's womb on the second occasion. When Jesus offered the woman living water, she observed that he had no vessel with which to draw from the well. They looked at life through material eyes. They could not understand spiritual truth. One was confused into thinking about natural birth while the other was obsessed with literal rather than spiritual water. One of the evidences that people of every race and class need Christ is the tendency of humanity to be obsessed with the temporal. 
Today ever so many live for the necessities of the body, while they neglect the deeper spirituality that is essential for the soul. What about you? You spend your time thinking about today and tomorrow without considering eternity. You worry about physical ailments without contemplating the disease of sin that afflicts your soul. You fret about the education of your children without teaching them how they can know God. You build up relationships with others without building up a friendship with God. You create wealth and you spend that wealth without generating riches for the future. You save for retirement and you never prepare for death. You love your home and your car but you do not love Christ who died to prepare a wonderful home in heaven heaven for those who put their faith in him. Oh, your preoccupation with that which will end with death teaches you that you must stop and think about weightier eternal matters. This woman came to a well that was a quarter of a mile from her hometown of Sychar. What brought her here in this day? Was she working in a field nearby? We will never know her circumstances. But this I do know. God ordered her steps in the simple matter of drawing water so that her life would be changed. What are you doing today? Realise this. You do not listen to the radio by chance. There is a greater hand at work. It's the Lord speaking to your heart. Oh, embrace him as saviour. Next week we will think about the Lord's teaching to this woman as he produced an object lesson beside an ancient well. I thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak. If we can be of any further spiritual help or if you would like to receive some free gospel literature, we invite you to write to us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak. Reverend Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. That's Let the Bible Speak. Reverend Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. You may hear Mr. McIntyre preach each Lord's Day here in Clocker Valley Free Presbyterian Church at 11.30 a.m. and 7 p.m. For further information, you may phone us at 028-8952-1611. 028-8952-1611. We assure you of a very warm welcome at all the services and look forward to having you visit with us. Thank you for listening today. May the Lord richly bless you. And don't forget to tune in on this same station at the same time next week, when once again we turn to the Scriptures and let the Bible speak.